Hello and welcome to Get That Grad Job, a podcast brought to you by the Lancaster University Careers Team. Today's theme is around managing the stress of applications. I'm Hannah, your host, and today I'm joined by three guests. Thank you for joining me. Would you all like to introduce yourselves? So I'm Kelly Robinson. I'm head of the Council and Mental Health Service at Lancaster University. So we provide mental health support to students who are studying at the university here at Lancaster. Thanks. I'm Helen Waite, I'm a careers and employment advisor in the Central Careers team. So I see students in drop-in sessions and appointments and also run workshops including resilience. I'm Diane Richardson, I'm the quality and information manager within Central Careers. Um, I'm responsible for the Lancaster Award and also the collection of graduate destination data. So we have an understanding of what Lancaster graduates go on to do after leaving university. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, firstly, I guess the biggest thing for this is have you got any tips on how students and graduates should prepare for application processes? So my first tip would be to start early. Applications always take a lot longer than you expect. And quite often there's a little hidden gem at the end that you don't realise you actually need to complete, whether that's our CV or a supporting statement. So start early and make sure you understand exactly what you've got to do for each application. Great. I think as well it's really um, a really good thing to talk to your friends and family about what your strengths are and about what uh, kind of uh, skills that you've got so that you can get a really good idea before you start the application. I think it's really important as well to do some thorough research beforehand about the employer that you're applying to. There's plenty of opportunities within the Central Career Service to come to one of the careers fairs or an employer workshop we can find out more about that employer and what they're actually looking for in an application form. Great and I think that's really true what Diane said but also in terms of thinking about if you want to work for that business I think sometimes in application processes students and graduates get a bit panic they just kind of panic applying for things um, and it's really important to actually make sure that you want to do that job you want to work in that business and um, so that's a really good tip as well. I think what Hannah said actually is really important as well that um, make sure that the company that you're applying to really um, has the same values and ethics as you do. It's going to be so important when you're completing the application to give evidence of why you want to apply to that particular employer. If you just do a blanket application, then the employer is going to really clearly see that um, you don't really have the motivation to work for them. And when there's thousands of applications going in, you want yours to stand out and the employer to see that you genuinely do want to work for them. Yeah, great. Thanks. I think also it's making sure that you're organised in how, how you go about your applications. So how do you think you would keep yourself organised? So I think it's coming up with a system that works for you. So some students have a spreadsheet where they keep a record of everywhere they're applying to, what the research they've done, what stage like the application process. For other people, it's just setting up separate folders for the information for each application. But it's thinking about what, what works best for you. That's great. That's really good. I think as well it's easy if you're overwhelmed with a high number of applications it might be really hard to keep up with where you're at and what the deadlines are so maybe just setting some specific time aside perhaps every you know even if it's just 10 minutes every day to review where you're at and if you've got any upcoming deadlines as well. Mm. I know some <coughs> students and graduates they find it really useful to have just a set time every week to do their applications and that mm. way it doesn't feel as overwhelming mm. it just makes it a little bit clearer for them to I think that makes it easier to manage alongside your academic workload yeah. as well because sometimes people think oh well I'll wait till I've got half a day or a full mm-hmm. day 
free and that just doesn't happen mm. so yeah it's been able to fit it in your week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also preparing what other deadlines you've got coming up in terms of your academic work and anything else that you've got in your life as well mm-hmm. yeah i think it can be quite a balancing act yeah to, so yeah so being organized is quite key really isn't mm-hmm. it so absolutely and also making sure that you know what the deadlines are for those graduate applications quite often they're much earlier than you anticipate if you're applying for certain graduate schemes the civil service closes really soon around october mm-hmm. november time so um, try to make sure that you've got a good idea of all the various closing deadlines so you've got plenty of time to prepare. Great. It's also important to remember that some programmes will actually close when they meet a certain number of applicants mm-hmm. as well. So although they've got a set deadline, don't leave it right up till that date. Thanks. So when you're applying for jobs, um, actually sometimes rejection can happen um, and this is uh, part of the recruitment cycle that is quite difficult for students and graduates we know that because we speak to students who get rejected um, have you got any advice to students who are struggling with rejection any tips on how they stay motivated in that challenging time I think you know it's really important to remember that um, not everybody can get it right first time and not everybody is going to be successful all of the time no no one is and we're all human and sometimes we have failures and sometimes we have successes so I think it's just remembering that and that if you are rejected from an interview or from from the process you know gain that feedback and then build on that for next time and you're only going to get better with time Mm, that's a good point. I think it's also sharing your experiences as well. So talking to friends and family when you go through this, but also seeking advice from the careers team at the university, <laughs> um, other people that can kind of help you get through this, but also to be able to think about what you can do differently mm. going forward um, and to stay optimistic and positive. So how would you get support from the careers team if you wanted that? There's loads of support that we can offer. Students can come along to a drop-in session that we run within the Central Career Service. They don't need to book in advance, but they can bring in any of their application documents and we can review those and give them feedback. They can also book a one-to-one appointment with a careers advisor or they can send us careers through Target Connect as well. So there's loads of different ways that they can make contact with us. Great, Mm. that's really good. Can I just add as well, for any students that are seeing the counselling and mental health service or with uh, mental health difficulties, we can book you a specific appointment with a careers advisor who can give you um, that time and understanding that you might need if you do uh, struggle with stress and anxiety. Um, and have mental health difficulties uh, just to take into account uh, as part of that process as well. That's great. It's definitely worth using that if you need it. Mm. Um, So within this, we've just spoken quite a lot about how important those around you are for support. If we think about that support from the opposite perspective, if you can imagine the scene, uh, one of your friends is really stressed out by applying um, for jobs. How do you help them? I think, uh, I mean, in our service, in the counselling and mental health service, we do see quite a lot of um, stress in terms of students meeting deadlines and that kind of thing. And obviously, with job applications, there is quite a lot of um, pressure to meet deadlines sometimes. So I think if it was um, a friend of mine, I'd be going along and I'd be uh, recognising what they enjoy doing and um, taking them out to to have regular breaks. So if they like walking, I'd perhaps take them on a, a short walk. Or if they like films, perhaps suggest we go to the cinema and just allow them to have that break from uh, studying and from meeting that deadline and, and the stress of it too. Mm, that's good. Any other tips? 
Um, I think providing encouragement as well um, and positivity and one way to do that is get them to set little goals so it might be about completing two applications that week or on um, undertaking their online tests but so there's things that they actually feel like they're achieving and it's also to make sure that you look after yourself as well because it's quite easy to be affected by stress of other people um, so it's it's making sure that you remain positive as well because you'll be going through your own search and actually it's not comparing yourself to other people mm. um, everyone's going to have their own experiences mm. within the application process mm. And mm -hmm. linking on to that, can you just tell us a little bit about the way that the recruitment process works for graduates in terms of the cycle? If you're interested in applying for a graduate scheme, um, they tend to open really early around August, September time and the initial closing dates around December, January. So you need to start applying as soon as possible at the start of your final year. Really, you need to have that idea of who you want to apply for in your penultimate year so you can start planning in advance, coming along to a careers fair in the October time and gaining that little bit more of knowledge and making a few connections with potential employers there. If you're not interested in a graduate scheme, and many of our students, um, it isn't right for them. They prefer instead to work for a small to medium enterprise or charity, public sector, and many of those are actually direct entry um, vacancies and applications and for those you would apply much nearer to the time of graduation because you would be starting within a, a month uh, of being offered that job. And I think that's really true, it's important to know about the recruitment cycle because actually if you don't want to apply for some of the graduate schemes, you've kind of got to hold your nerve a little bit. A lot of your friends might be getting jobs but if you don't want a graduate scheme then you've kind of got to hold your nerve until later in the year um, and just be able to do that. Um, so we've talked about people who know what they want to do. What would you advise someone if they didn't know what to do? I think it's about doing your research early. So even if um, it might be a direct entry role, it's using um, the summer between your second and third year. And when you come back to really start thinking about what are the types of things that you enjoy doing, what experiences have you had in the past, which might be through volunteering, paid work, or even projects you've worked in in your studies. But what elements from that have you really enjoyed? And actually, what are those things that you you don't enjoy so much or you don't feel so good at as well. So you're really clear about what your own strengths are. And then you can start using some of the tools that are available through the careers service. So we can direct you to websites such as the prospect site, which will help you look at how you could apply those skills within different work roles and occupational areas as well. Thanks so much. So just coming back to the situation with our friend, um, how would you help someone if they were struggling? How would you help your friend if they were struggling? I think I'd be making sure that they're not staying up all night doing their application <laughs> forms. It's really easy, isn't it, when, you're, when you've got a deadline to just keep going and going and going. Uh, but within that, you're becoming more and more fatigued and you can struggle to concentrate. So the chances are, if you've sat for a, a really long period of time, your work and your application form isn't going to be as high quality as it would have been, as if you'd have got a good night's sleep. And uh, also there's research out there which shows that if you just take five minutes an hour uh, just to go outside, uh, do some uh, breathing in of that fresh air, that can really help to clear the mind, gain a, a fresh perspective and also help concentration as well. So I think I'd be ensuring that they're not spending excessive amounts of time uh, trying to get that application form done and that they're, t they're taking that regular break and getting that sleep. It's mm. really important. That's really good. And also joining, doing things like societies, being mm -hmm. in sports teams, that's mm -hmm. a perfect way to get out mm. and also a great way to improve your employability as well. Yeah, of course, of course. 
I'll also link in with what Kelly said about um, the applications and keeping your enthusiasm and the momentum going. It's also, it's really important to make sure that each application's tailored for each role and organisation. And when you're tired and you've done a lot of applications, it can be really difficult to keep that motivation within each of them. So it's encouraging your friend to take those breaks but then also getting them to look again at, at what they're doing and it's not just about the quantity of applications but actually how can they work on the quality and how can they get the support to help with that mm, definitely um, one piece of advice i was given is that don't practice on the job that you actually want so maybe apply for some jobs that you're not as bothered about but then you can get that practice with your application form at the assessment center um, and it doesn't matter so much if you don't get that because you'll be able to get that feedback and then apply what you've learned to the job that you really do want. And feedback is a really important thing, linking back to that question about rejection. If you are getting rejected, ask for feedback because that's something that you can learn from and use that in your next applications. Mm. I think as well with the, um, going back to um, kind of being rejected and not being successful on, a, on an occasion, just have a think about it's not you personally that, that they're rejecting, it's the words on the application form. So just trying to see it a little bit more objectively and not trying to uh, take it very, very personally, I think mm. is a really good tip as well. That's definitely mm. a good tip. I think just to flip this as well, it's about celebrating those successes mm -hmm. because people do the original applications and then they complete the online tests and then because you're so focused on the next stage, you actually don't celebrate the fact actually it's a really big achievement to get through to an interview or an assessment centre. So actually it's helping your friend recognise and celebrate these little successes mm. as well. That's a really good point. Yeah, I think I, think I agree with that. So every little... Um, achievement is an achievement mm. so you don't have to have the end result of getting the the job it might be that yes you your application has got through to the next stage or you've managed to do well in a, an assessment center and take the positives from that mm. rather than uh, seeing it as a huge failure I think it's a really good point thank yes. you <laughs> Bab so have you got any further comments or any ways to get support that we haven't talked about so far I think uh, just remembering that uh, the university has lots of support, mm -hmm. so uh, the Council and Mental Health Service are available for anyone who is experiencing um, anxiety and symptoms of stress. And also the colleges are a really good source of support, so the college welfare teams are available for people if they just need some um, general support and reassurance as well. Um, obviously students can access the career service. Um, through the base, through the help desk at the base. Yeah, and there's quite a lot of different ways, that, as we've mentioned, that we can support students. So you can just come along to a drop-in session, which we run four days a week, um, between 10 and 12 and 2 and 4 every day but Wednesday and that can be you've got a specific query in terms of an application something you're insured about but it might just be that you are um, need a little bit more support with how to cope with the application process how to get yourself organized um, so pop along and just have a chat with us um, no appointment necessary for those you can just turn up or if you want um, some further advice you can also book a 30 minute careers information advice appointment as well. And if you are a graduate and you're not on campus, um, please do get in touch with us and we can work out different ways that we can help you out as well. And I think it's really important as well to recognise that you don't have to have a specific query to come to the career service. You might just be at a complete loss and don't know what to do next and that's fine. Um, there'll be somebody here to talk to you. Don't feel like you can only come with an application documentary if you know what you want to do. Um, it's open to all students. 
Can I just mention as well that we've got a, a new uh, programme available at the university, it's called Silver Cloud and it's available through iLancaster and the student portal and there is a programme on there called Space from Stress and there's one called Space from Anxiety and that um, can help people to think about tips and techniques to manage stress and anxiety. It's free for Lancaster students to use and it's a really great programme based on uh, cognitive behavioural therapy so I'd encourage everyone to look at that too. Great. So have you got any practical tips as to how students and graduates can help themselves manage the stress of applications? So it can be quite a stressful process to do an application form and to think about interviews and assessment centres. And a little bit of stress is okay because it helps us to perform. So I think to expect that you will feel some amount of stress and anxiety and that that's okay and to be expected. But if you find yourself with quite an intensive um experience of anxiety and stress and and you you're feeling like you really need to calm down in that moment there's quite a good breathing technique that you can do which is where you can you should breathe in through your nose and then breathe out through your mouth but if you make sure that the breath in through your nose is shorter than your out breath through your mouth what that will do is calm your central nervous system bring oxygen into the body and you should be able to start to feel yourself becoming a little bit calmer and that should help you to be able to concentrate a little bit better mm. in the moment. So that's a really good technique. Interesting. That's a good tip. I was yeah. trying that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my tip would be to make sure that you're looking after yourself properly and that includes making sure that you're eating properly um, and also drinking, getting plenty of fluid, uh, the right types of fluid um, and also that you're getting fresh air that you're getting out as well. So you've got to make sure that you're kind of in peak condition to make sure that your applications are as good as they can be as well. And I think um, my tip would be to think about um, when you go to an interview or an assessment centre and you're feeling really nervous then think about the person who's actually interviewing you because quite often it is the first time they've interviewed they might be really nervous as well so think about it from that human perspective and, and it might not seem quite as daunting. Great. I know um, when I've been to interviews I've sat and done my breathing technique in the in the waiting <laughs> room so and it can be really really helpful um, as you wait in as well yeah. as well as thinking of the uh, interviewees that they might be nervous too. I think just one more tip from me is just to think about once you've completed the application form or you've you've been for your interview or assessment centre you, you've done all you can at that point and then it is out of your control it's down to the decision makers so try at that moment to do something different so go and do something completely different um an activity that you enjoy or go and spend some time with friends or family uh, because at that point you have to be okay with that uncertainty and there's nothing you can do to control it then so i think you know it's not going to be helpful to continue worrying uh, and being anxious about it when you've done all you can and the decision is out of your your hands at that point great Thank it's you. just like submitting an essay, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting it in, moving on, waiting for the mm. feedback. Don't reread it after you've submitted no. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've spoken a lot about different tips. What are your kind of final biggest top tips um, for students and graduates when they're trying to manage the stress of applications? Do your preparation. Um, make sure that you're aware of those deadlines and that you're not leaving everything until the last minute. Good tip. I think my top tips would be to uh, recognise that stress is normal uh, when under pressure 
and that it's okay to feel some stress. Um, but if you're really struggling to seek the support from the careers team, from the college, from the counselling and mental health service, uh, maybe try the breathing technique that I discussed as well. And just to really make sure that you're uh, not exhausting yourself and to take those regular breaks. And remember to have fun as well and not just spend all your time um, studying and, and working on those applications. My top tip is to focus on the bigger picture. So this application process is the next step in your academic journey, but it's something that you'll learn from and you'll develop important skills for your future career. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you especially to my guests. Um, tune in for our next podcast in a couple of weeks.